Welcome to the jungle. We are fighting games. I don't know. <laughs> Welcome back to Nebcast. I'm Brad. I'm Ryan. Welcome back after a long hiatus. We needed to recharge. It's like the um, the hiatus for TV shows, you know. Right. Instead of a... Well, I guess it has been a summer hiatus. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of did stop when all the TV shows kind of went on, ended their seasons. Yep. So, uh, but we're picking it up before the fall schedule begins. It is. We did because we wanted to like do little teasers. We're like, we're, this is like the TV movie leading into the <laughs> the show on Nebcast. <laughs> TV, show. TV promo. Yeah. Sneak preview. Although it's not really a sneak preview of anything. It's just Us a regular show. <laughs> regularly talking. Talking some more. Ryan, what's been going on uh, during this hiatus for you? Um, what have you been up to, buddy? Uh, I have been promoted to general manager of Qdoba in Boulder. That's amazing. How'd you get that job? Well, um, besides sucking a lot of uh, balls on my way up, um, I don't know, just did what I was supposed to, constantly worked hard, and then they gave me a store, so. <laughs> did your job. There you go. Basically did my job, that's yeah. How you, that's how you get up in the world. Yep. You just, you know, really got to, I don't know, like it's. If you just do what you're told and constantly work at trying to be one, eventually they give you a store. And so, um, as a general manager, like what is like what new responsibilities do you have? Honestly, I don't have very many more because I was already what they called a GMS, which is general manager support. So I was basically doing a general manager's job without getting paid for it. Um, the the biggest difference is now I'm like the end all be all of my store. If I don't do it, then nobody's going to do it. So. I mean, that's the biggest responsibility change in being a general manager. What's the biggest issue you have to deal with? Um, really, it's employee issues. It's not like, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just constantly writing schedules and making sure everyone's happy. Because if you can't get people to work for under you happy, then it's going to be, you know, really difficult to have a successful restaurant, business, whatever you're trying to do, so... But you also have to strike the balance of being, you know, a boss and still not putting up with stuff. I mean, I already had to fire somebody there, so. Are you a boss first and a friend second? Or are you a friend first and a boss second? I'm always a friend first and a boss second. I always say that the thing I hate the most is actually having to manage people. A good manager um, doesn't fire people. He hires and inspires people. That's right. <laughs> um, I have a, a list of people that I always want to hire, kind of like a Schindler's List parody. <laughs> That's that's not funny. A Schindler's List with burritos. <laughs> um, do you have any ideas for the company? Any um, good ideas to help improve business? You know, actually, I... Uh, I want to hear your concrete ideas on how to improve your franchise. Well, mine, I actually... Tomorrow, 303, the uh, rap rock band, band? group band. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly how to describe them. Rap rock sounds like about right to me. Um, their new CD comes out tomorrow. And at the Fisk Planetarium in CU, they're putting on a laser light show and singing a few songs. So I have one of my employees armed with $5 meal coupons walking over there and handing them out. Nice. To drive business. Now, they might not go to Mikey Doe, but they might go to the <laughs> other one in Boulder. But it's all about the brand. Right. Who knows? Maybe they'll walk. Because your, your, your store's kind of farther away from the school than the other ones. So. Well, in a way, I mean, you can actually, because I'm on the hill... You can walk underneath. Oh, that's why you're on the hill now. Yeah, you, you can walk underneath the uh, overpass on Broadway and uh, be right there. But you also, though, the one on 28th and Arapaho. I mean, it's it's like a 
two blocks away from the campus. It depends on really where you are. If you're in like the engineering side of the campus, 28th and Arapahoe one's closer. If you're doing applied sciences or stuff like that, it's mine's closer. And I know this because I deliver food to there all the time. And the Wolf Law building's closer to my Qdoba because CU is a pretty big campus. Comparably, I guess. Anyways, Brad, what are you up to? Uh, what have I what have I been up to? I've been kind of managing my own shit. Yeah. Uh, we're trying to. Um, if you haven't gotten an invite already through Facebook, uh, August fourteenth, we're gonna have the Nebulous Visions tenth anniversary party. I did get my invite, and I've already you? accepted. You already responded. Laura hasn't responded. She's not coming. She just didn't include her in with me because <laughs> she has to come. She better come, <laughs> and she will come. Yeah, probably more than once that night. <laughs> um yeah so uh i looked up online because uh, we're gonna have it at lions park and mm-hmm. you can rent the east side of the west side pavilion but it's like 120 bucks and there are no available dates in july for the weekend yeah. like other douchebags already have it reserved yep probably for some families and shit <laughs> um and then august there's like a sunday available available to rent mm-hmm. the pavilion so i was like well i haven't it might rain. It'd be nice to have the pavilion, but I mean, 120 bucks. That's a lot. Like if maybe even eight people come, mm-hmm. probably could. I decided it'd be better just to like rent an awning or something. Sure. Or even put up a tarp and save us, you know, that money. And we can like pick, and then we can go wherever in the park to do it. Like, cause the uh, the mandate is you can have. Uh, only the pavilion places are reserved. The mm-hmm. rest of the park, you can, but you can't have DJs on like the east side, and so I imagine uh, it's because I think there's people that live over there. I know, stupid residential people. But you know, the the place on the other side of that pond by the uh, rec center would probably be a good place because it kind of has the hill. Yeah, be like a lawn seats for <laughs> stadium lawn seating. Stadium lawn seating. Yeah, so hopefully people will come out and they'll lay out some blankets and we'll cook like barbecue food and stuff yeah. and have snacks and then you know do like a Maybe you and Adam could put on a skit. Always. And then show the videos. And then I want to have ready like a, a blooper reel of all the 10 years of nice. screw ups. So I got a lot of tapes to watch. We should um, try to do something new to like premiere something that night too. Well, it's August 14th. So we'll have the 48 hour film festival video. Yeah. Okay. So what what is actually the thing that, because sometimes when I look at my iPhone, it like the party stuff or the RSVP stuff's all squished mm-hmm. and I don't, read it very closely so i was talking to adam about it today and so we're shooting a movie over two days like straight is that what the deal is yep staying up for 48 hours yep you don't have to do it i mean i'll I'll help you out but i don't think i can stay up for that long better john gave me a case of uh go fast energy drinks so we rocking it um dude didn't you see nightmare on elm street you know if you stay up for longer than three days you start having what they call mini naps or you're dreaming and you don't know that you're dreaming. Whoa. What's this? Is this a documentary? No, it's a night- new Nightmare on Elm Street movie. I know, dude. Just roll with it. Uh, is this a documentary? Yeah. And um, there's a stuff we can take called hypnosil and we won't mm-hmm. s- dream anymore. Do I need a prescription for that? No. Is this over the counter? Over the counter. I've never seen it. Hmm. Oh. Hypnosil. All right. <laughs> so this will keep you up and keep what from happening? Dude. The child mil- murderer. The the son of a thousand bastards or a hundred bastards i don't remember some shit like that i don't know was this a report on the news i missed what dude you're so fucking stupid (laughs) 
Yeah, I get it. You're right, Nightmare on Elm Street. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. Um, yeah, it's uh, so that's August fourteenth is the anniversary party. But yeah, we'll have the on July thirtieth. Yeah, thirtieth, thirty first, and August first. Friday night, we get our assigned. We, we're doing the forty hour film festival. You you get assigned a genre. Um, we draw it out of a hat, and then you get like a character, a prop, and a line to say. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, after that, you have up until Sunday night to make your movie, and then your movie gets shown at the Gotham Theater oh, nice. in succession with other participating so it's not technically you're shooting for two days straight you're shooting and it has to be edited in two days yeah you're basically just making a film Hmm. or video in our case that sounds fun yeah so you don't have to like work on it like not everybody has to be doing everything all at the same time but obviously you know you get the you get the genre and everything and then you know four of us go knock out a script i got john extra like i've recruited john on john extrem because Crew Drone Society. They're uh oops. <laughs> Not supposed to say their real names. Um uh John has a humor website and him him and Jason Taylor produce like a lot articles that or they used to do like an article a day. And uh so there he, he's a prolific writer. Mm-hmm. So it'll be nice because he can hammer out a script really fast. And then um you know, then he can take a break and then me and Adam can and you, if you're acting, you know, we can go shoot the scenes mm-hmm. and then you guys can take off and then I'll edit it. Um, yep. And then Elliot and Sam, like they'll be on DP with us, you know, for like the other four hours shooting or eight hours, however long it takes. Um, and then, yeah, I'll, I'll edit it. And then um, hopefully I'll be rested to go to the theater and watch it. And then we'll have that to show at the. Cool. And then I guess no, like no one else has really seen Twilight's. Really. So, and Natalie's anxious to see it. And, cool. Um, I could throw in some more footage from the Friday the Thirteenth video. Cut a new trailer right. for that. That's right. We do have quite a bit of footage. So, for that. yeah, they could see that too. I know there's like the whole scene of you having sex sex with Natalie on the couch, and then uh, uh, not having sex, giving her a foot rub. <laughs> I don't even remember my award winning script. <laughs> and then um. Yeah, Cliff and Adam, like, in the woods, and Cliff gets impaled. Yeah, because Cliff was originally our Jason. Yeah. Um, but then Matt got pissed because he made the Jason head, and we didn't include him. So, yeah. What else have we been working on? I haven't been doing Nebcast. I'm working on my Halloween costume. Don't say what it is. I will not say what it is, but I know you've been planning it, and yes. I told my... Uh, older brother because we found a toy of it and he thought it was the coolest idea he's ever heard yeah yeah awesome and i can't believe i haven't done it before well yeah we've always been fans Mm -hmm. you know ever since i was little i mean if you go through the toy box at my mom's house we still have all the toys Mm -hmm. i stole some of them (laughs) like you know yeah i can't wait to show i'm I'm making it a big secret because like Jesse's excited to see what I show up, show up with. Like mm-hmm. I've knocked it out of the park year after yeah, year. Is he gonna so. show up with Rezel again? Probably. Fucker. Her uh her boyfriend dumped her. Her boyfriend? I thought she. Oh yeah, she got divorced. Yeah, and then her bo- new boyfriend dumped her. Probably because he found out how ugly she is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be nice because uh Jesse's girlfriend's having another birthday party, mm-hmm. and now I get to bring Amber with me. Nice. 
Is he still with that one girl we met at his birthday? Uh, Jesse? Yeah. Yeah, Lorna? Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, she invited Russell again, so. So. This time I won't be. Jesse's girlfriend is Russell's friend? Jesse is too. Mm-hmm. Weak sauce, man. Weak sauce. Yeah, it's all right. You know how I feel about that. My girlfriend wants to meet her. Nice. Your girlfriend's way hotter, too. Me and Adam were talking about that today, too. Oh, yeah? What do you guys think of her? By the way, um, I have a girlfriend now. Pretty unexpected, out of the blue. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, we were dating for two weeks, and I didn't n- and understand I, it. And I, and I told you, but, you know, no one listens to me, Brad. And I'm yeah, Jesse said he told me. You said you told me. I'm pretty sure I did. And I kept on telling you this girl likes you because she kept on making plans with you in advance. That's innocent. That's innocent. Could just be a girl wanting to hang out with me. Brad, have you looked at yourself in the mirror? You're yeah. fucking steel, you know? It breaks. My mirror breaks. Because you're so it. awesome. I know. Maybe. But, uh, yeah, so, well, yeah, what do you guys think of her? Oh, we like her. Like, we were uh, <laughs> talking about how much better she is for you because mm-hmm. your last girlfriend was so young and... Uh, 13 i know big mistake 13 and you know her her dad didn't like it you picking her up from junior high and i mean you did give her money for her chicken nuggets and <laughs> french fry meal but her dad was really mad because she didn't get the apple juice she got the soda i know but you just let her do what you wanted but you know it's no she's cool yeah we were talking about that uh yeah, Adam, he works, you know, across the street from me sometimes. Actually, he's be, he'll be working there the next two days as well. And he just comes in every once in a while when he's... Sushi spot, yeah. Yeah, when he's working. Yeah, she's cool. We've been hanging out pretty regularly. Yeah, and now I, I just bought her tickets to, well, one concert. By what concert go- are you going to go see? Um, I'm, We're going to do Silver Sun Pickups at the Fillmore. Gay. July 26th. Dude, that's so gay. I don't even know that's gay? That. Yeah, you don't even know who they are. Um... Uh, and then Modest Mouse, July 10th, day after my birthday. Nice. And that's the other thing I'm planning. Is I usually don't plan for my birthday, but my girlfriend's like, you got to do something on your birthday. So I was like, okay, well, we'll go see Predators. And she's like, that's it? <laughs> I was like, uh, I guess we could go do paintball, but it's a Friday, so everyone's going to be at work in the morning. So no one's going to do that. And it's going to be like 100 degrees out, and you got to wear padding, so that yeah. sucks. So what else could I do? And I thought about all the things I do, and I was like, I guess we could eat at Zanmai. <laughs> um, but they like Zanmai has the food booths, like the mm-hmm. like away from the rest of the customers. So I asked Adam to reserve one of those. So we'll have our own private area nice. to hang out, and it's not karaoke night, so and they close at ten, so it'll be early. But after ten, we'll go to like the Century Theater over there, and then we'll go see Predators. Hell yeah! Which you have to watch the restricted trailer. I will. Awesome spines get ripped out and it's awesome um and then um, i guess amber wants to stay in boulder overnight so i gotta rent a hotel or something and i was like well we could just go home and then come back to boulder in the morning because we got a nothing to do till eight um because then the modest mouse show is at the first bank center off of the 36 yeah it's nearby yeah so i figure like in the morning i'll go show her the Queens cards and comics. Hell yeah. Yep. Coolest comic store ever. Yeah, totally. I want to make a commercial for them. Just for fun. But they you know, they us? said we could do a podcast in there. Really? Yeah. We should do that next. We should. Do now a comic that I don't work. work one. I'm still unemployed. That's <laughs> some news. 
I applied for a job a couple days ago, got a call back to interview the next day, mm-hmm. and I got back to him around lunchtime, and the guy they brought in that morning before me, they gave him the job. That or she. Sucks. So, yeah. Have we ever done a comic book podcast? We, no, I think so. We've done. We, we've talked so. about comics, like you love yeah. Spider-Man and yep. like Batman, but we've never done like a... We haven't done it like the the video game or the movie stuff style. But how would we do a comic book podcast? You know, I think uh, we should start it off and uh, talk, and then we should bring in Andrew, the guy who does the comics there and stuff, and interview him and stuff. I think he's on vacation right now, actually. Is he? I haven't been in there in like a month. I need to go because I probably have like seven Spider-Mans. <laughs> they already closed your new hold slot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Bruce, the, the owner of there, he's really cool. Like when he closed my first one, He's like, oh, I knew you'd be back. I'm like, yeah, dude, I just got so wrapped up and like working, and he was cool, and they gave me all the comics I was missing back at you know my whole slot discount. And yeah, I was going through mine, and I found uh, like I have the whole run of the new Tales of the TMNT, mm-hmm. and I was catalog- recataloging it and realized that there's um, an issue. I usually get two issues of that series mm-hmm. um, to support the business, but um, yeah, I was missing one from like two years ago. I didn't even notice I didn't get. So I, and I can't find it in any stores, so hmm. that's kind of a glaring stain on my collection. Did you check Time Warp? I think I already asked you that. Yeah, I went to Time Warp. They didn't have it. I went to Mirage and ordered it directly from the company, so in like two months it'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the worst online ordering experience I ever had was from Rhino, which is, you know, Rhino is a division of Warner Brothers Music, which is basically the reissue division. And they released uh, Rod Stewart's Once in a Blue Moon hidden album, or lost album, basically. And I ordered it uh, the day it came out. And I picked standard shipping three to four days. Because when you pick standard shipping on Amazon, you get it, like, in two days, no matter what. Yeah, they're pretty fast. Yeah, and uh, it didn't come for, like, three weeks. And I was about to call him, or send him an email, too, because on my, you know, on my charge card, it showed up. And like, I know I I got it and I bought it, so I don't know. And then it it seriously came like a month and a half later, like six weeks later it came. I was pissed. Well, not really because credit it, or nothing. No, because then I kind of forgot about it, and then I <laughs> showed up at my mom's house one day and it was there. Surprise! <laughs> oh boy, I was, forgot this exists. It was weird too because I just went to my mom's house to say hi to her, and then when I was there, the UPS guy showed up with it. Perfect timing. Yeah. Like something went off in your head and I'm said, like, yeah. "I need to go visit my mom today for some reason." Yeah, for some reason. So yeah, but yeah, how would we handle a comic book podcast? Like, I don't know. I think we should talk about favorite issues, favorite characters. I mean, I mean, there has to be some issue of turtles or Batman that. That's true. I think I do have some. For a minute, I was thinking, God, I don't think there's anything I could talk about, like because I have so many. Yeah. That I don't even really some some of them I just collect and shelve Mm -hmm. as a completist. (laughs) So. um, Yeah, I did that for um, Sensational Spider-Man. Because it was only around, I think, for 32 issues. Mm. And towards the end, like, the issue quality, um, because I think they knew it was going to be canceled, they started getting, like, just a cycle of writers and a cycle of artists just to try new. And some of them were good, and other ones were just not good at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I found some... I only collected 10 issues of Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, and I was, like, missing three in-betweens. Yeah. It was just, like... I get, like, fighting trying to find interest in reading those issues yeah there is one that i really like in that though it's it takes place in the future and this blogger would oh, blog yeah. about spider-man how much he hated him and something inadvertent that he did mm-hmm. 
So yeah, we should try and find a. I guess you have Thursday and Friday off, so yeah, go in there one morning or something early because we don't want to. Yeah. Do it during high traffic hours. Yeah, you know, I always, you know, that store must do really well, because, or I, I wonder what the the price for buying a, a single issue of comic versus, you know, like a comic store is because they can because they give them to us at twenty percent off or ten percent off. Twenty percent. So you know it's more than twenty percent. And so I wonder, and they have so much product. I mean, they have the most comics I see of any comic store. Yeah. That buys and they don't them. sell a lot either. Like, there's a lot of back issues of yeah. newer stuff. Yeah. So, I, I mean, you must get a certain amount free if you buy a certain amount, would be my guess. Or the discount, because, I mean, and it's been there since I was a kid. So, you know, they make well, some of money. They also supplement their uh, business with the coin collecting and then the magic cards yeah, and stuff. Yeah, the magic cards, which. Who knew those would be so valuable? I still have... They're still popular. It's amazing. Yeah, I have the original first series of Magic Cards, and I was talking to uh, the guy who runs it there, and, I'm, and I asked him how much they're worth. He said some of them are worth tons of money because the original Magic Cards are so rare now, mm-hmm. like the very first series. And I know I have some rare ones, really rare ones. So, I mean, I, I, I never play anymore, so I, was, I have to remember to go to my dad's because they're at my dad's house to pick them and just go in there and get, like, comics for them, you know, or something I want because, I mean, I don't play the game. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter to me. Yep. Man, it is hot out. It is. Hot summer. Speaking of summer. <laughs> <laughs> what a movies. great segue. Yeah. Movies have sucked this oh summer. Oh, my gosh. What a wasteland of stuff. Of nothing. I mean, there was three weeks, so I don't think I went and saw one. And yeah. usually, you know, me and you will go see a movie just because. You know, because... Yeah, well, the plan was to start a movie podcast where we went and saw at least one thing a week, and we just couldn't get into it. Yeah, right after it's like, meh. I mean, we can still. I mean, we'll we'll start doing the movie one again. I think pretty soon. I mean, I, I've seen actually some good movies lately. Like uh, Toy Story three was. Yeah, there's a good one out that I haven't seen. It's, it's called incredible. Toy Story three. But before that, I mean, Iron Man two. Iron Man two was good. Um, I saw Exit from the Gift Shop. Yeah, Exit. Is weird, even yeah. like old reliables for me, like George Romero zombie movie. You were unimpressed with. It was okay. It wasn't, but I don't know. I'm glad I got it on demand for seven dollars, <laughs> and you know, having to take Laura and myself for twenty bucks plus, you know, she always gets popcorn and soda, so that'd been thirty bucks easily spent. Mm-hmm. Probably more. Like what else come out? Like <laughs> seriously. I mean, uh, the time when uh, Prince of Persia and Sex and City 2 came out, I didn't see a movie that week. Both those kind of tanked, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to lose that week. Well, I mean, I, I guess you say uh, making $100 million is tanking, but uh, com- comparable to what was spent on <laughs> Prince of Persia, it's tanking. And the Wasn't first... that like a $300 million movie or something? $200 million? $200 million, but I think it's already made like $290 million, like in foreign worldwide. markets. Yeah. And $80 million here. I think it's like a $300 million worldwide. I mean, total gross. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm trying to yeah, I remember people telling me like, "Oh, it's going to be huge." What are you talking about? It's like, I, I was looking at it. And I, the only thing, like, I mean, I want to see it, but I can. I'll wait, obviously, because I haven't seen it. But every time I see Jake Gyllenhaal speaking in an English accent and he's a Persian prince, so why does he just talk like an American? Because he is. <laughs> I think he's trying to capture that uh, Jack Sparrow, Johnny yeah. Depp character or something, you know. And the one movie I can't believe made a billion dollars is Alice in Wonderland. Did that come out in the summer? April? Uh, spring. Spring. I think it was March or something, actually. Maybe it was March. I don't know. That movie was terrible. 
Yeah, that made more money than The Dark Knight. Isn't that amazing? Granted, it it was in 3D, and so it could. But still. Yeah, so it has the. But even if it's like 3D is more expensive than IMAX. Three dollars so. markup for every ticket is 3D. So. I don't know. It just actually really surprised me. That's that popular. That it was that popular. Oh, sweet. Uh, I have the TV with no sound on in the background. And they got the Predators, Predators trailer. Came on. The wussy one. They're the most dangerous killers in the world. But yeah, next two weeks we got stuff to look forward to. Yeah, because this week I don't want to see anything. Did you see Get Him to the Greek? I did. How was that? That was funny. Yeah? It, uh... Like Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I really liked Forgetting Sarah Marshall, but... No selling point for me with Sarah Marshall was uh, Kristen Bell was in it, and she was not in this one. We saw Night and Day. Night and Day, it's okay. <laughs> it was alright. It's like, just like a vehicle for yeah. Again, those two know, characters. I- I'm watching it, and it's like Tom Cruise wants people to like him again mm-hmm. instead of just making cool movies, right? And I always said too, you know, it drives me nuts when you're watching a movie and you can tell it's green screen when they're driving. Especially if, like the worst one was when he was inside that bullfighting the arena. Coliseum thing. Yeah. Oh man. The, the Coliseum looked fake itself. Like, it, the zoom looked like it wasn't a camera zoom. It looked like it was done by computer to zoom in. Um, but, yeah, Predators and then Inception. I'm s- yeah, Inception looks awesome. Those. Yeah. You know, I, I wonder if Inception's going to be too, too out there. Too cerebral for Because, like, the prestige audiences. after, you know, Nolan did Batman Begins was a hit. I think, how much did that make? I think quite a bit, but... I don't think it even reached 100 million. Really? Yeah. But I have a feeling... I mean, Inception, I think, is going to make a lot more, but, you know, because... But the movie just looks so bizarre. And every time I see a preview for it, I want to see that movie really bad. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of Leo. I just rented uh, Shutter Island. I wanted to see it for the longest time. But uh, the first night I went to see it was I was actually in Fort Collins, and it was sold out like for four showings in a row. Wow! Yeah, and then I just never got around to it, and I finally picked it up on Redbox. And did you see it? I haven't seen it yet. No. Yeah, uh, I pretty much called what happened in it. Like when I was watching the previews, I'm like, mm-hmm. I know what's going on. But it was saved by the last couple lines in the movie. Yeah, that's about it for the summer. I. I can't even think of Toy Story and Iron Man 2 are the movies I like this summer so far. Yeah. Trying to get to see Toy Story 3, just waiting for my girlfriend to... She hadn't seen 2, so we had to watch that before. Did you watch it with her yet? Yeah. So, next stop, Toy Story 3 in 3D. Yep. Yep. I want to see in 3D because, like, it's like a selling point for the theater. Like, I could watch it in 2D at home. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to get a $4,000 3D TV? Uh, maybe. <laughs> like, I still don't think um, that's really going to ever catch on. Yeah, it's what, 300 bucks just for a pair of glasses? Yeah, exactly. And you have to buy a Blu-ray player that can play it in 3D. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't even know how much a Blu-ray player in 3D is, do you know? Uh, probably like a thousand. I'm guessing. And I mean, they're making all these games and stuff in 3D, and I don't, I think it'd be too much of an investment for everybody to get it. Yeah. And who was I? It's like a little late to the game because like everyone just upgraded to Blu-ray like and all this, and yeah. now they have to get like you can't just modify your TV. You have to get a whole new setup. Yeah. So it's just like no thanks. And yeah, three hundred bucks just for the glasses. I can get a iPod or a 
PlayStation 3. <laughs> exactly. So it's I don't know if they'll ever catch on. I think it'll always be a niche market for it. And they're battery-operated, which means you have to change out the... Yeah, <laughs> you have to keep buying batteries. And, you know, when I was at recharging. Best Buy with um, Laura, we sat down and they had Monsters vs. Aliens in 3D on the Samsung. And, I mean, it was in 3D and it looked cool, but because they don't make a, the 3D TVs that big yet, they make them, like, I think as big as my TV, like 47 inches, you're still distracted by everything on the side. <laughs> so, it, it, I don't know, you'd have to so sit So people down are walking around. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, even if I was watching it at home, I mean, I have, you know, rock band stuff here. Are the people in the store in 3D? Yes. Because <laughs> we were meant to see things in 3D. I think that's a selling point Even for without Sony the glasses? No, they're in 2D in the store when they're not wearing <laughs> the glasses. Well, they're starting to show um, film sporting events in 3D. Like, ESPN has a 3D camera. In the World Cup, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. I haven't... I heard the World Cup was being broadcast, broadcast yeah. in 3D. I mean, yeah, I mean, that, I know, too. I don't know how... It, and Comcast has the channel for it. But do you have to buy glasses to watch the channel? I, yeah, I don't know how it would be broadcasted. Like, I don't understand. I mean, obviously, they know the technology better than we could possibly do, but... I guess I should go online and research it or something. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm probably never going to upgrade to it because I don't care. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. Because even when I was watching Toy Story 3, yeah, you really don't need to see it in 3D. But is our interest... Maybe our disinterest is because we grew up with 2D. Do you think, like, little kids, like, when they become teenagers and... I don't know. That's a good question. Become I mean, techno- but they did have, you know, 3D before. Well. But, I mean, not as easily accessible Not as impressive, now. yeah. So, but will those, like, tech-savvy kids grow up and be like, like, oh, my God, what happened to that 3D that was so awesome? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I'll have to ask. I bought my little brother Cody uh, for his birthday last year, Friday the 13th, in 3D. And it came with 3D glasses in it. And I'm kind of curious on how a 2D movie that doesn't have any upgrade with 3D actually looks on TV. So maybe I'll borrow that from him and look. (laughs) It does come, the 3D glasses have hockey masks on them. So they're pretty cool. So I'll have to see. And that's just a technology I think is way too big of an investment for people to get. Yeah. Especially with everything that just already came out. Is it? was already an investment totally well, yeah <laughs> that was our summer of movies that were incredibly not good i know the summer i've seen very few <laughs> you've seen a bunch but nothing worth yeah well see i wouldn't even barely a bunch like i only see him t- i mean i like adam sandler so i saw the adam sandler movie oh yeah you saw grown-ups and uh what what did Laura think of Sex and the City too? She thought it was awesome, and you know my feelings about it. Yeah, I, I posted on her Facebook because she was talking about how awesome it was. That on the Rotten Tomatoes, on it was liked by nine percent of movie critics, and Friday the Thirteenth was liked by like thirty one percent, twenty nine percent, something like that. <laughs> so I posted on her Facebook that critics would <laughs> rather watch teenagers get butchered than listen to old ladies bitch. <laughs> It's true. Yep. Old ladies, unpopular. Totally. And then I, I remember watching The Daily Show, and the director was on there, and he was talking about, uh, he brought a clip, and the girls were riding a camel in the desert, and one of them falls off, because she can't get cell phone reception, so she's moving her cell phone around, and she falls off. <laughs> Just like a woman. Yep. Stupid. <laughs> um... My girlfriend's going to uh, the midnight showing of Eclipse tomorrow night. Thank God I have to go. <laughs> She's yeah. going to dress up, too. It'd be hilarious. 
oh, I, can't, I can't believe you don't want to see you I mean you saw the second one mm-hmm. so i'm surprised you don't want to go see the third one because this has been told this is the best book in the series yeah there wasn't there was not enough uh in the second one to grab my attention <laughs> is your sister seeing the third one eventually i imagine she'll mm-hmm. get around to it my, my my sister-in-law is a fan of the books but she doesn't like the movies i don't i haven't read or seen any of it so i don't mm-hmm. know i keep hearing the books better but i'm not it's not gonna make i heard me in wanna... the uh, fourth one that she has to have a c-section and edward like bites her open to deliver her baby or something and she dies so yeah kristen stewart won't be in the yeah spoiler alert <laughs> ruined it for all you at home hopefully it did and people never <laughs> want to see those movies again will ruin the franchise hopefully this podcast will ruin that franchise <laughs> and we'll never have competing twilight movies trying to break dark knight records again yep i don't know i think that movie's uh, actually gonna be really popular yeah you know definitely she thinks she has to get there at like six o'clock she's going to the colorado center theater mm-hmm. um what time? she and her friend are going there at six o'clock and waiting in line what time do we get there for the dark night um do you remember? we did like 10 or something yeah and we still got pretty good seats yeah fourth row i think yeah i mean not the best but i'm not gonna wait in line for five hours <laughs> for twilight for twilight eh, i do it for dark knight <laughs> maybe, maybe for spider-man or something yeah but anywho yeah. yeah hopefully summer picks up in august and end of july <laughs> we got scott pilgrim to look forward to yeah, in august that will be cool but yeah no surprise like nope movies that well i guess exit through the gift shop was kind of my surprise like i i really enjoyed that movie it's like a little thing but yeah there's nothing people have been telling me how awful jonah hex was yeah i didn't see it either yeah but obviously nobody else did either because it's made like i think eight million dollars or something i think it cost a hundred million dollars to make i don't think they're gonna get their investment back it's a it's a little rough rough for dc right now because the losers wasn't that popular popular Mm -hmm. and now jonah hex what else kick-ass that's not dc but uh, it's marvel marvel you know I, I don't know you know kick-ass only it cost 30 million dollars to make and it made 50 million mm-hmm. so i guess uh, i i think kick-ass would have a hard time catching on anyways because of the subject matter yeah but it's just rough because you know those studios only make those indie ones because they, they're hoping it'll be like the next big spider-man or something yeah, but it, and if it doesn't perform like more than 100 million or iron man like it is just like it's successful makes its money back and a little bit of profit but it's not like it's not going to buy them all new mansions and stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, even, uh, they're saying, you know, Iron Man's a disappointment. It's made like $315 million. I don't know. I mean, you always expect a drop off and besides the dark Knight, but <laughs> I think, you know, it helped that unfortunately that Heath Ledger died <laughs> and it helps carry that film into kind of, you it's know, good thing he died or else that movie would have made less money. Yeah. Probably would have made only like you 300 know, million, 300, 400 million. That extra hundred million. So do you think the third Nolan Batman's gonna be like explode? People uh, are like, Oh, I um, remember how great the Dark Knight was, they'll come out again and it'll do even better than Actually what I think's funny is how much people did not dismiss Spider Man three when it first came out, but now that it's been out for a little bit, people still think it's not that good of a movie. I think it's kinda of funny. Because I remember when it came out it wasn't really critically panned as much as people don't like it now. Mm-hmm. And I wonder I mean I don't know if it's uh, that way with the Dark Knight. We'll have to see. Any any new information on the new, the younger Spider-Man movie? You know, I haven't. Spider-Man prequels, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't. It's been kind of quiet. I think it has to start filming really soon, though. 
because they're going to put it out in 2012. And that's, you know, they need probably a year of shooting and then a year of post-production. But it is only costing them, they're only doing it for $80 million, which would have been Sam Raimi and Tobey Maguire's fee alone for Spider-Man 4. Combined fee, yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see. We will see. Right on. Yeah, nothing. Bono's writing the music for the, you know, musical on Broadway. That's not out yet? No, it keeps on being pushed back. Are you going to go to New York and watch it? Probably not. (laughs) If it's there for a while, it's a long run. I might find myself out there. But I will not plan a trip to New York to watch Spider-Man the musical. (laughs) What if it comes to Denver? I will be there. You'll be there. I'll thwip myself there. That's what happens when he shoots a whip. Noise it makes. Thwip. Thwip. <laughs> Thwip. All right, well, cool. I guess we got nothing else to say. Yeah. So yeah, cool. that wraps this Nebcast. New episode of Nebcast. The return yep. episode. Yep. The return of the Jedi. The revenge of the Jedi. Revenge of Starkiller. What are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, did you, did you say revenge of the Jedi? Yeah. Revenge is not a Jedi concept, my friend. I know, but that was originally the name of the movie. It was. So I was trying to be, you know, really nerdy there. Nerd. And Starkiller was Luke Skywalker's original name. That's true. I remember that. See, now you get my references. Oh, jeez. It's like I have to fucking do everything. I'm Brad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Ryan. And we'll catch you next week. Bye.